You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media technology and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. One, I want to ask for forgiveness on the front end I missed last week, um, basically because uh, we just had too much going on, and I normally like to record these things in batches, so I, I that typically doesn't happen. However, it caught up with me, and I did not ship an episode out. It's the first time I've ever missed that I can remember, so uh, my deepest and serious apologies for not getting this episode out on time. So we're going to try to rectify that situation in the future. So today, here's what we're talking about. We're talking about what to take to get a job in church communications or slash church social media. Um, I realize that some of you listening to this podcast probably already have that, or some of you are wanting to make the shift at some point into this is a full-time profession. So this is geared towards more of the people that are thinking like, I want to do this at some point, either part-time, full-time. I want to get a start somewhere somehow. And so how do I do that? And this question comes from uh, a blab that I did. If you've ever experienced blab before, blab is like, I think someone, someone described it as like, like a Google Hangout or FaceTime, except for people can view into it and then ask questions in it. This comes from a blab that I did with some friends over at that church conference. They were kind enough to have me on a blab it was really great. We had over like 977 viewers, um, I think at one point, uh, at some point had watched it, which was really, really cool. Um, and one of the questions we got was uh, somebody asked us, said, hey, I've got a seminary degree or I think they dropped out of seminary. I can't remember exactly the situation, but something to the effect of this is what I want to do. How do I start doing that? And so I kind of answered it. And Justin Dean, who was co-hosting the Blab, answered it as well. However, I thought about that. You know what? I want to kind of expound on this a little more because um, i did some thinking and process some of the thoughts I kind of gave and thought, you know what? I, th- I think there's a better in-depth answer to, to give the audience on this question. So if you're thinking about or wanting to explore the possibility of going into this whole realm of church communications, um, specifically church social media, how do you get there? Well, I think one of the things that I want to walk through first is how I got here. Cause I think that could be a pretty good, I would say indication, but um, just a, a pretty good, I guess, under, to help you understand a little bit of how I landed where I landed. So here's a little bit of my story. Um, I, for since 2001, was working at a company called Lifeway. Um, a wonderful company, really good people um, at that time that I worked with. They're great. Most of the people I know who I love are gone. <laughs> um, uh, things change. But um they were good people and I love working with them. Uh, however, roughly around 2007, 2008, um, I noticed a change in not so much the company, but in the, what we were dealing with, which was media. Um, I remember opening up YouTube for the first time, um, seeing some other things, seeing Twitter appear, Facebook. And I just saw a convergence of platforms that made me think being a, at an old school media company, um, a content company, which is what Lifeway is. Um, I'm not saying that like it was old school, but they are a media company today. They, they create content. It's what they do. Um, I just knew it was going to be faster and quicker and more agile to be at a smaller organization. So I didn't know exactly what that meant. So what that, but I do knew, I did know that I need to figure out how this is all going to work. So 
while I was doing my day job, you know, the 40, 60, 50, 60 hours a week and doing all the travel that I normally would do with my current job, which was a lot, um, at night or when I was in my hotel room, if I was on the road, I was spending my time learning how to design, how to uh, write code for the web, and basically learning some fundamentals on social media. So basically what I'm telling you is, is for a while there, and I would say over a six or seven year stretch before I got this job where I'm at, I spent a lot of time doing a lot of night work, okay? At the same time, I took on freelance jobs that kind of geared me in that direction. And um, we also, I just took on any project at work that was kind of more related in that realm, um, was more related in the web-related um, realm. And that was even like coaching people on how to blog, um, doing tutorials, leading uh, sessions, conferences, anything that I could do, I did to kind of beef up the resume, but kind of also just basically build my knowledge base. So I did that. And at the same time, I was having ongoing conversations with my pastor at my home church about what the future of the web looked like. And so I was laying that foundation on one end in terms of my skill set, but also in relationships with my church and saying, here's where I think we're at. Here's where I see things going. And then um, roughly about, I think we'll say like 2012, late 2012, um, my church created a position to handle the digital for Brentwood Baptist. So what that meant was, and what I do today is I actually handle all of the web, the social media, um, the mobile and I oversee also the creative design and video post-production. So I have three separate teams that I run. So that's kind of my overarching like short story, how I got here, origin story, if you will, and kind of what I do. So taking that all into account, how does that apply to you in your question of, okay, so how do I get into this? Well, I think there's like really three ways you can really approach this. Um, way number one would be to more than likely first get in the door at a church in some sort of ministry position. Um, and that may be whatever you feel like you're called to. And I don't know what that is for you. So in other words, you might've already gone to seminary and got a student ministry degree, but you got the degree and you're like going, man, I really rather do church communications. Well, one of the things you can do is, is take the job as the student minister. But when you go in and say, Hey, I want to do student ministry, but as an add on, I want to take over our social media. Um, probably social media web and take on a couple other church communication tasks because nobody at our church is currently doing that. Or if they're doing it, we've got a volunteer doing it. We love them, but it's not where it could be. And so I would negotiate that as part of your task. This is what I want to do. Um, and by doing that, I think you can eventually kind of build up again. The goal, whole goal here is to build up a resume, to build up a, a catalog of accomplishments in that area. I, I have a good friend who um, was a was over marketing at a, at a large church, um, who I actually, I work with and he felt at some point, I really am supposed to be a minister. I'm not supposed to be a marketing person. And so what he did was at night, he went to seminary, took the classes. He started teaching, um, our membership classes at our campuses. He started doing stuff that he knew eventually the job would lead to the ministerial job. He wanted to be, he wanted to be a membership pastor, basically handling people who coming in for membership. Certain churches have that. And that's what he felt called to do. So eventually what he did was he spent, and by the way, this is, for him, it was a long road. And eventually he got there by doing a lot of that extra effort, and extra work. Now he got into the church totally in something unrelated I think he actually started maybe doing IT and then worked into marketing. And then from marketing, felt like, okay, this is where I want to be, but slowly worked his way over. So what I'm telling you is, is, is that if you, this is something you feel like you're called to do, one way to do this is to kind of come in from the side route, if you will, first get inside the organization. 
uh, in one area. Do that area really well, but add the other stuff on top of your work. And yeah, it's going to be a little more hustle and it's going to be a lot more work. But the idea is eventually at some point, you hopefully can prove your worth in that area. And maybe they create that job for you or by having all of that work done, you can go to another church and say, look at all the work I've done on social media and take a position at a church where that is solely what you do. So that's one way to do it. The other way to do it, uh, number two, if you will, is to start out just being a volunteer and just do this gratis and just volunteer and work your tail off. And eventually, hopefully you have the metrics to justify this being a full-time thing. I will tell you, I know people who do that. And I tell you, that's probably out of the three ways I'm going to tell you, that's probably the most difficult route because most smart uh, church administrators are going to go, why would I pay somebody to do this when I'm getting it for free? (laughs) And they're not trying to be like, they're not trying to be, uh, take advantage of you. They're just trying to be wise with their money. So while that is a route that I know some people try to go, I think it's better. You're better, better suited to turn around and have some sort of ministry experience or have some other entrance into the organization. But you can try to volunteer and then eventually at some point your church might hire you part-time. Um, the idea of being full-time, you know, again, um, that's something that is really hard to pull off again because they're, if they're, especially if they're getting that for free. Uh, and also keep in mind, by the way, that this whole idea of church communications, marketing, social media, this is still very a very new frontier for a lot of churches. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of early 2000s when um, middle school minister was kind of the hot thing in student ministry. Like everybody's like, you have to have a middle school minister and churches started hiring middle school ministers. I feel like to a certain degree, social media and communications is a little bit like that. We're on the cusp of people going, oh my gosh, we really need somebody to manage this. Let's get somebody on board. So that's a good thing is that we're at the point right now where people are looking into hiring that. Now, the third way is a way probably, and actually it's not, it's not even my idea. It's what Justin Dean said in the blab, which I really think is really smart, which is, you can go the ministry out or what you can do is, is go work in the secular industry at an agency somewhere and then volunteer at your church. And I like this for a couple of reasons. First off, um, one, you get really good secular experience that is going to be based around hitting metrics. Um, not to say churches aren't based around that at all. Um, sometimes churches can base their stuff around more touchy feely stuff. Um, and secular industry is usually based around the idea of, did you sell X amount of widgets? Okay. You were, your job was to sell 30. We had to sell, you know, 3000 sweaters on this social media campaign. Did you do that? So it's really different in the sense of the fact that, um, you're really driving towards a hard goal and, um, it can really teach you some really good things. And you can learn from a really, a lot of really great people if you immerse yourself in that environment, which will help translate your, that over to in the church world. So one of the things I think you could look at doing is, is go to a secular vocation, work at an agency. You may have to work yourself as an intern and work your way up to some sort of associate, et cetera, et cetera, but then also be volunteering for your church at the same time. So again, the advantage here is, is that eventually when you build up that resume of secular work plus church volunteer work, then you could go to a church that is looking to hire somebody full-time to do this. And you're going to have a pretty stacked resume in both secular and uh, church-based experience. So if I was going to tell you one of the three routes to go, I would tell you the third route, honestly, is probably the one I would suggest. The The first route, which I told you, would just start a ministry and work your way over. The advantage it gives you is the fact they know you and they'll get to know you and they get to trust you. And a lot of times churches, um, depending on the culture, I'll say this, but a lot of churches I know like to hire internally because you kind of get who they are. You get the DNA of, 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 of the church and 
Um, now at the same time, sometimes it's a little harder because you got to prove yourself because they may know, may now only know you as the student guy and you want, you want to be a student guy or girl and you want to be the, the social media person. And sometimes you have to reframe things for them to help them understand that. But I still think one and th- one or three, which is get a ministry position in and then work your way sideways over or come from the secular world. I think those are better off than just trying to be a volunteer, um, and just do this as a side thing and hope that they hire you full-time. I just think that's, that those are probably one in three are probably your better options. So hopefully that's some good places for you to start and start thinking about um, social media uh, or church communications and how you want to get your start. I would also tell you this. Uh, this is something I just it popped in my head that I would think would be really prudent for you to do is sign up for something like lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com, and Kind of, if you will, kind of spread your skill set a little bit. Learn Adobe Premiere, learn Photoshop, learn Illustrator. Um, go to like uh, codeacademy.com and learn some basic code. Don't focus solely on social media. Kind of get a wide breadth of stuff. So when you come to the table, a church is thinking, wow, we're not just getting this. We're getting somebody who can handle a myriad of, of things for us. Um, and that will likely increase your chance of a church wanting to bring you on board. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening. If you got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can check us out on iTunes. And now we're on Google Play. So you can search us on the Google Play Store and we're there as well. Um, which means if you are an Android device, that's where you can go now to get the podcast. Or of course, you can also go on Stitcher as well. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to askdaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to askdaryl.com.